Blog Talk Radio. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Beamer Distributors Blog Talk Show. This is your show. It's designed for all Beamer distributors across the country to provide you with the latest information, training, and current events. It's a live, interactive show where we value your participation. Just hit one on your phone and we'll open your line so you can ask questions and share information and testimonials. You'll hear from individuals who are experiencing amazing results in their business and with the use of their Beamer. But remember, this information of Beamer technology is not designed to diagnose, treat, or cure any disease or ailment. These testimonials have not been evaluated or reviewed by the FDA. This call is for education only, and no medical or income claims are intended. This call is not put on by Beamer USA. It's just us, a group of independent Beamer distributors all helping one another. So grab a pen and paper, listen carefully, and get ready to learn and share. Stay tuned. The show is about to begin. Hello, and welcome, everyone, to Beamer Blog Talk Radio. I'm Rainey Hale. So this is, of course, Horse Thursday. Today is Thursday, May 12th, um, and I'm super happy to be with you all today um, and with my, um, with my wonderful co-host. Um, I'm so happy to, I, I love, I've loved spending my Thursday mornings with you, Cindy. Um, <laughs> before we say hello Thanks. to you, I'd like, <laughs> I'd like to remind all of you to um, please grab a pen and paper. We're almost always are going to have um, a website or an event coming up or where to find something. So you want to be ready to write those down when we talk about it. And please press one on your phone if you have any questions or comments, testimonials. We'd really, really love to hear from you. As you know, that's a big part of what our show is all about is hearing from all of you. Um, as a reminder, we do need to keep um, questions, comments, testimonials, all of that to um, horses with the horse unit. And we really need to stick to more behavioral and training type aspects and stay away from the more medical side. Um, so today was our monthly usage talk with, with Dr. Marley Slonk. Unfortunately, at the very last moment, she was pulled away, so she's not able to join us um, today. So I do really want to apologize for that because I know a lot of you were, were hoping to get her, um, it, her amazing advice and her insight on all of these things. But Cindy and I will do our best. <laughs> to get to answer your questions and, and talk about usage because we know some of the things that um, you all want to hear about. But if any of the callers currently on have any usage questions, please um, um, press one. And we would love to try to answer those questions for you. As always, if there's not questions that we can answer, we will find a way to get those answers for you. And we will again, of course, have um, Dr. Marley Spunk on again, of course. So good morning, Cindy, after all of that. <laughs> Good morning, Granny, and everybody. It's, you know, a beautiful morning and glad to be here. And, you know, um, given kind of our last-minute change here, um, what we want to do, if we don't have callers yet, is to go back Not to some of, the questions, some of the questions that um, had come, been posted on the um, IBD Facebook page um, and, um, you know, see if we can... Um, add to that um, comments or things like that. And so um, if we don't have callers, do you want me to uh, – I'm going to start with one that we get very commonly, um, and we didn't address it last month. So um, Yes, go for it. We don't have any callers yet. Okay. So here the question was um, – 
Is it okay to use the Beamer horse set on mares in foal? If so, how often, what intensity? Should you use the blanket only, just do the legs? What kinds of uh, considerations are there, you know, for pregnant mares? And so, um, Rainey, do you want to take a stab at that and then I can chime in too? Absolutely. Um, I'd love to start with that because, you know, we get that question a lot both on Facebook and um, I personally get it. Um, And so I always preface it with, um, I mean, we think of um, pregnancy, whether we're talking humans or horses, it's a medical condition. And so I always preface that by checking with your veterinarian um, and, and, you know, make sure that it's something that they're on board with and everyone is good with, whether you're in veterinary and or doctor. Um, so I always, I always start there. Um, in any, you know, for any kind of medical condition you're talking about, always use in, um, what's the word I'm looking for, in conjunction or in with approval or with, you know, letting them know with your doctor or veterinarian. So I always, I always start there. Um, and, and the big thing for me on that is, um, you know, it's really more just of a liability because if, you know, things can go wrong in, in pregnancy, if, if that you've changed anything, that's going to be the culprit. So um, for me, that's, that's where I always start. Um, and then, of course, we've got all of our, you know, waivers and things like that that you want to make sure you talk about. Um, and But other than that, if, my answer is always if I had a pregnant mare, I, she would be on Beamer. Um, and, and we have had multiple, multiple, um, stories and testimonies, uh, I'm, I'm blanking. Hippo is the the one we see on a lot on our, Shorty. um, Facebook on our, what's that? Yeah, we had Shorty Tarpley come on. As Shorty, yes, yeah, Shorty, coach. thank you. I, I was, I just had, her name just went right out of my brain. Um, but you'll see Hippo, um, on our IBD Facebook page a lot and she has pictures of her and, um, on there. And so, um, you know, my answer is always yes. And if I had a pregnant mare, she would definitely be on Beamer, but I would have all of my horses on, you know, on, on using Beamer. So, um, yes. So that, that, that's, that's my answer. Cindy, I'm sure you've got stuff to add. Well, so did we answer, you know, in your, in your experience, or let's just say this horse Mm -hmm. is yours and has no, no other, you know, preconditions that would, prevent it or make it not uh, well advised but would you use the blanket and the cuff or and would you use all different levels of intensities what would you do um so usually um i would say yes i use the blanket um i would use the cuffs if i'm you know if i'm trying to work on a you know specific area um i don't always use the cuffs but i don't always use the cuffs always um you know as as far as I'm concerned, the the blanket is, you know, that systemic systemic application. That's the the primary focus. Um, And so absolutely I would be using the blanket and you could use the cuffs if you want, but I would, I wouldn't say don't use them. Um, And, um, but I would say really low. I usually say program one. Um, You just don't want to, you know, go too, too crazy with that. There's no really need to go too crazy with that too. So um, I would, usually that's my recommendation is just program one. So. Yeah. I, and I totally agree with that. And it's it's been interesting, I think, that some of the conversations that we've had that, you know, for mares that have gone through the pregnancy with, um, mm-hmm. you know, having a Beamer session, that it's kind of, uh, that it's something that um, when the foals are born, they're already used to that. And you get a lot of people commenting that it's, um, 
you know, that, that they're kind of, you know, attracted to, you know, when they're, um, when their mom is getting a beam recession, that the foals, it's kind of like reassuring to them that, or that you know, they gravitate back towards it. And they're also very curious. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, there's some continuity there going through the big change from, you know, being in utero to being born. Um, I think um, particularly in the la- latter stages when, you know, you look at, and you say, oh, my God, imagine those long legs and everything in, in that sucked <laughs> into that four-stretched body of the, of the mare <laughs> and say that, you know, a session could be, you know, really um, help them feel better um, given what, you know, the last stages of pregnancy for anyone um, are pretty uncomfortable. So, but again... <laughs> Manual says, and you know, we gotta, you know, repeat this over and over again that you do it in concert with a veterinarian. So it's not that you just go out blatantly and say, "Oh, yep, no problem, use it on." You know, it can be used, uh, you know, on pregnancies. Again, as Rainey said, there's kind of a, you know, there's always um, a concern if there's some other problem that develops that has absolutely nothing to do with femur. But because of using it, it's it's a likely it's the easy thing to blame, um, and we just don't ever want to be in that circumstance. Um, but we have, you know, we've seen, um, you know, other distributors have posted either their own or clients that there's you know lots of healthy babies out there. But you just cannot make the assumption or make the categorical statement. It's always okay because what do we know about Beamer? Every single body, human, horse, or otherwise, every single body may respond slightly differently. And you cannot say it's always this way. You say you try it, you start low, and you observe the responses. So um, we see this time and time again uh, when people ask questions about specific circumstances. Um, And so we're just going to drill that same response over and over again. It depends on <laughs> yeah. the horse. It depends how old they are. It's on all kinds of variables. So, um, let's yeah, see. yeah, absolutely. All... And you know, it depends a lot on. I mean, if this is a horse that's been getting beamer sessions for years and gets them every day, why would why would you change that from pregnancy? Unless, of course, there's a medical reason or things like that. You know, that's now the normal for this horse, right? Um, right. And and we've seen, you know, I've heard testimonies. We've seen on the IBD page, Facebook page, all the stories. I mean, it's um, people are seeing benefits, you know, throughout pregnancy, um, you know, throughout birth, and then even you know recovery after um, after birth. Because as we most of us know, that's kind of a traumatic <laughs> experience physically um, and and emotionally um, for the body. So, you know, anything that we can do to support that, I think, is is helpful. Of course. So. Yeah. Yeah. And so again, we'd refer you to one of to the, you know, blog talk recordings are found, you know, online in chronological order. And <clears throat> Rainy always lists if we have a special guest. So you might want to listen to the comments that came from a previous episode. It's been a while now with Shorty Tarpley. 
<clears throat> yeah, I don't remember the date on that, but Shorty's name is definitely in the title, so you'll be able to find it that way. Yeah, and again, those are her personal experiences. You know, this is not to say, you know, whenever we give our testimonials, it doesn't imply anything categorically um, for any other horse than the one that's your own that you're talking about. So. Um, yeah, one one of my favorite stories is quite a bit older older one, and this was um, uh, I wish I would have had um, been able to get Linda on today. I actually tried to call her. Um, it was Linda Tellington Jones. It was a story she told me, and she was working with a, um, a pregnant mare. Um, that she was she was a bred mare, so she'd had many many foals, and this one and the last two foals she'd had were she was just getting slower and slower to recover after the mare was. Um, and she was just, you know, just, it was getting harder and harder on her. And they were thinking this, this might be her last, her last foal because they didn't want to, they didn't want to injure her. They didn't want to, you know, put her in any kind of jeopardy because it was just getting harder for her to recover the couple of days after she just didn't want to do much. She didn't want to eat much. And, um, and so they were, they were worried that this, and she was a, a wonderful broodmare and they loved her, you know, genetics and her, she was a great mom and all of that. So um, they loved using her, but um, they were, of course, didn't want to harm her. And so they started using Beamer for her in this last, in that last pregnancy. And she snapped back from, from birth like she did 10 years before is what they said. <laughs> so um, those kind of things are, you know, any, like we were talking about being kind of a traumatic event, both physically and mentally, um, anything we yeah. can do to support that. Um, and so now they have their broodmare back um, just by being able to give her that support that she needed um, to recover after uh, they can continue to use her. So they were, they were thrilled with that. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. It's, yeah. Some of these mares, I mean, they have, they have a long time, a long breeding season. I, I don't envy them. Mm-hmm. No, no. But, <laughs> Um, All right. Um, It looks like before we move on topic, uh, we've got Jane on. Let's see if she's got a story to add. Good morning, Jane. I do. And like your Linda Tellington Jones. Hi, everybody. (laughs) It's beautiful in Kentucky. (laughs) It's been very exciting here this whole last month. Oh, my gosh. And I got to meet Jim Cummings (laughs) and had a good talk with Brad Horn and Matt Bosch. They were at the uh, Land Rover and then the Derby and I met Cindy <laughs> Parkinson because she came, and she came to Old Friends Farm. Um, so she got to go on a tour around the very, very famous Old Friends Farm where I uh, give talks and tours and stuff. Um, so it's just been wonderful. Um, so I, I, I uh, have a story of a mare who was having a hard time getting up after birthing. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, the the people were worried about that because that was kind of getting worse. And um, yeah. it was actually Joey Steiner, my sponsor, who Linda brought in, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, um, put it on the mayor uh, consistently one or two months, I think one month before she was going to fall out. And uh, she got right up. She got right up with no mm-hmm. problem. Um, now, if you all want, you brought up Shorty. I have her right in front of me. On a, I keep it on my phone. Um, I have her eight uh, things that she said happens when she puts the beamer on her broodmares, if you want me to reel those off. 
Like, for instance, Beamer got a mare pregnant. Nothing else worked to do that. Um, For instance, placentas are perfect and gorgeous, stronger, thicker. Foals tear them just fine. Um, Mares do not carry a lot of fluid in their legs when they're put on the Beamer. They move more comfortably when they're put on the Beamer. Foals and mares on Beamer get up sooner. Um, and this one I thought was particularly interesting. Yeah. Those are um, she said, hot people. Yeah, we're just reminding huh? people of these personal experiences. Yeah, this is short. This is Shorty Tar, Tar Police, um, who is a breeder right. that you know very well, Cindy. For people who don't know, she breeds um, performance horses in Texas. And these yeah, are but we just want to, yeah, I, I think what Cindy's saying is we just want to make clear that this is Shorty's experience with using Beamer with her breeding horses. Right. Not that it's right. all horses. Yes. Yep. Right. Well, absolutely. I think everything you've said, you've been very clear. It doesn't necessarily mean every horse is going to react to Yeah. But yeah, but that's great. I, I with, if you've got all over and over. Listed, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, you don't. Okay. Well, anyway, I thought I'd throw that out too because it's some yeah, really good stuff. Yes. Agreed. Thank you for the reminder. You're that, welcome. That, that came out of that previous recording. So. Thank yeah. you for sharing. Yeah, and again, just and again, just a reminder that that you guys can all find that that full recording with it where, where Shorty talks about all of those things and how they used it, and you know um, all of the things that they, she's noticed over the years of using uh, Beamer with their um, breeding stock. So, um, I mean, Jane just listed them out there for you, but she will you'll be able to if you listen to the recording, you can hear Shorty talk about it. So, yeah, it's really yeah. cool. I think it was December twenty seventh. Um, oh, I didn't know you're awesome. Still, um, I didn't know those videos lasted that. Some of them. That's great that we can still get it because that was just exceptional. Um, what she uh, had to say, and and she also yeah. talked um, about sales. The Beamer mm-hmm. is pretty gosh darn amazing. Come on, you guys, it's just amazing. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. No, no contest there. Totally agree with that. So, yeah, thank you for that, Jane, and for telling us, you know, kind of how far back to go. So, okay, appreciate y'all. that. You guys uh, okay. stay well and uh, see you later. <laughs> Thanks, Jane. Okay. Talk to you soon. All right, and we do have one more caller on. We've got area code 801. Area code 801, you're live on Blog Talk. Good morning. This is Cindy Parkinson from Utah. So, <laughs> I can I, I, Hey, I pushed one because I was going to say I knew exactly when that call was. It is December 27th because so oh, I was, um, yeah, I was in Lexington and um, I went to the Kentucky Derby. What an exciting few days. Um, and then I, I bet. went to, it was so much fun. And then I went to um, Jane's farm well to old farm on um sunday mother's day what a wonderful afternoon and i just encourage anyone who is in that area to go and see those horses and listen to jane because she just does a phenomenal job with her tours and um i went to church while i was there and i met someone who 
came over to my hotel and had a Beamer session, and then she referred me to a farm there. She's very good friends with the owner, and so on Monday I went to that farm, and um, we did not put the Beamer on any of the horses. We put it on the owners, and they, they had results, <laughs> but um, they were, you know, they're like, well, we just don't know um, what the, you know, if the Beamer would be good because they don't, they don't work their horses. They don't ride their horses. You know, they just have goals and then they, and then they um, take them to auction. And so they mm-hmm. don't even see the buyers even either, you know, and, but they had heard um, a year or two ago from someone. And I don't know if I could even say this term because it's a medical term, you know, that it helps with, um, something in the bones, inflammation in the bones. And, well, I was just reading up on this um, this issue and found that it is inflammation in the bones. But I know we can't make any medical claims or claim anything. Correct. And, you know, and it's just all from personal experience. I, I'm with Jane and each of you. You know, the Beamer should be on every horse. It works and it's good. Yeah. And, but anyway. I just wanted to, um, yeah, say thank you to Jane and say thank you to each of you for hosting this and for going over questions that are posted on Facebook. It's funny because I was going to call in with a similar question, and and then Cindy just touched on it without me even having to call in, and I didn't post that on Facebook. So, (laughs) well, perfect. Thank you. We are mind readers as well, you know. (laughs) So So funny, you know. um, but I, but I did just want to. Um, uh, oh gosh, I lost my whole train of thought. What was I? What was I going to say? I, I got, I got into the mind reader thing, and I lost my complete train of thought. Go ahead, Cindy, and hopefully mine will come back. Okay. Well, so what I was going to say is, uh, put yourself in that situation, Randy. If you were talking with a breeder, um, you know, what are some of the things that you would maybe say? as to how, um, you know, why they would, why they would want to have um, Beamer use on uh, their breeding stock. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, obviously all the things that we've talked about and, and, you know, maybe even getting them that um, shorty playback and letting her, them hear from another breeder um, that talks about, um, you know, what it does for the mares, what it does for the foals. I mean, if you can even, if you can talk to them about, um you know, maybe getting to use mares that maybe you were thinking were finished, like the story I just told, um, it being able to get more breedings out of them, that's huge if you've got, you know, brood mares. Um, and, you know, if they're sending them to auction, if you've got um, foals that have been on Beamer, you know, we know what that does, you know, mentally and physically to them. So those are all good things. But the kind of, I, I got back on my train of thought, and this might kind of help is, is I, you know, I get that question a lot probably more than most just because I'm at the clinic, um, that that clinic when, you know, a lot of my things come from the clinic, but from everyone, everyone always wants to know, will it help with this XYZ condition, whether it is, you know, in a pregnancy, whether it is some of those, you know, things that we were, you know, that Cindy was just talking about that, you know, we can't say the words or any of these things. And, and my answer is always is look at what Beamer does. You know, we know what Beamer does is that, you know, with, with blood flow and circulation and if whatever, XYZ problem it is can be benefited, can be supported, can be helped by by you know increased circulation, increased blood flow, things like that. 
I mean, that's your answer. You don't even have to say yes or no. You can just say this is what Beamer does. This can this is what this condition is, whatever it is. You know, you can draw your kind of your own conclusions that way. So you don't ever have to say yes or no. It helps with A, B, or C condition. You just have to talk about what actually Beamer does and maybe break down what that condition is and talk about you know, how that might be supported that way. Um, and so, and you can do that with whether we're talking about pregnancy or, or any other kind of conditions. So, but I think really powerful things are other breeders that are using it and why they're using it. So. Yeah, absolutely. Well, so let's, um, let's switch gears a little bit to deal with just a different kind of a question, but it's still the same thing. What do you do for this XYZ situation? Um, which I just want to expand on a bit because the question was uh, posed in terms of um, standard bred racing, you know, those are the harness horses, and to say, you know, is it best to use, well, there is also one on barrel racing, is it best to use before or after, and how long should you wait before or after? And... Um, and then, you know, the question here was, how long would a session last if used on a standard bred racehorse? Well, so let me just start with that, and then Rainy chime in. But, you know, we know with the, with the human beamers that the results will last 12 to 16 hours subsequent to an eight-minute session. We do not have similar statistics for the horses. We have field observation, though, that we know uh, that, again, one of the powers of Beamer and the differentiating factors between it and other products on the market is that the effects do last even after the product is turned off. We just don't know exactly what the range would be with horses. So we make the assumption that it would, you know, it's something comparable, at least we would hope, to, uh, to humans. So, um, but what you need to be very aware of in, when you're dealing with any kind of, you know, the competitive, and especially with the racehorses, disciplines, if you will, so like thoroughbred racing would have its own rules as, was, as standard bred racing would have different rules, and sometimes the individual tracks have their own rules about what therapies can be used and how long before. And so recognize that there's really significant sanctions that apply. And certainly if somebody is, you know, their competitor, you know, and they've got, you know, horses at a certain track, they know all the rules. But you should be aware of, uh, of um, the fact that there are some rules and you want to find out what they would be um, before you even suggest or talk to somebody about, you know, applying um, Beamer or doing a demo, and and so obviously, in my opinion anyway, it's ideal that you want to be able to do uh, to show someone the Beamer, you know, in a home environment, in a less stressful, familiar environment. But a lot of these, you know, people who are on circuits, you know, they're uh, or they might have a permanent barn at a track. So um, again, you you just I want to caution people to say there are there are governing bodies or regulating bodies that have specific rules. So if you ask 
if you ask us how should you do this on this particular kind of a racehorse, we're not going to be able to answer that without knowing where, what kind of racing the horse does, where they're racing, you know, and um, then what the rules that are applicable. So, again, there's no one-size-fits-all, one, one easy rule to remember. No, it's going to depend on the location <laughs> and the type of race. So, uh, Rainey, I don't know if you can expand on that at all, but um, that kind of covers yeah, almost yeah. all disciplines. Of course, and 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 that's I think I mean part of it is is yes, it's important to know what kind of horse it is um, and what kind of racing you do uh, definitely because you want to know what those regulations are. But on the other hand, I don't know that I'm going to treat a standard bred racehorse as t- treat them any differently. Tr- not treat as in like treatment, right. but as as handle them. I'm not going to handle them any differently. Um, in theory, that I'm going to handle a thoroughbred racer, then I'm going to handle, a, you know, any other kind of uh, one. So, yes, it's important to know when you're talking about you need to know your regulations. But when I'm when I'm giving maybe somebody some recommendations on where to start and how to use, to me, it's going to matter more are they an active, you know, professional athlete <laughs> or are they a weekend rider? Um, that's going to be more important to me than whatever breed and whatever specific discipline that the, that they're doing. Um, and, and when we're talking about those, you know, racehorses, jumpers, anything like that, we, you know, Cindy, we've talked about this multiple times. We've talked about it on the show multiple times. Um, people, the biggest thing people want is should I use it before or after? And not taking into consideration what specific, um, you know, regulations are for, for tracks and disciplines. You know, my recommendation is both. <laughs> and we talk about this with pro athletes human-wise as well, is they like to do kind of a higher intensity before their, their workouts or before their events to get their body kind of warmed up and ready and get that, like, calm, what we talk about with horses, that calm, focused energy, you know, really get them in tune, um, and then use a lower intensity after um, for muscle recovery, regeneration, kind of coming down off of that, that adrenaline rush too, right? Um, and so, and I don't think there's anything wrong with doing it twice before and or after because, you know, Cindy, I'll let you share, you know, what you, we talked about too. But um, if I have somebody that's doing really, really hard training and really, really physical events like a, you know, you know, that two minutes of just going as fast as you can, barrel racing, you know, thoroughbred racing, standard bread racing, even, you know, even those, you know, jumping events, anything like that, that's just to go as hard as you can for as fast as you can and then stop. Um my recommendation is before and or after, I mean, and after, Cindy. Yeah, me too. And so, you know, the, the basic premise that I, and I learned this a long time ago through Dr. Burka, and it, you know, it hasn't changed, is to say, if you use Beamer, and let's, we'll use a before as an example. You use Beamer um, beforehand to help warm up, Okay. And uh, and the body re- responds to that stimulation, and then the horse goes out and does, you know, some kind of uh, extended competition or a really physical exertion. Well, their body has physically changed, you know, in doing so, so that now it's like it's like there's you know a different body that you're going to work on afterwards to help recover because it's in a different and Beamer can be um, helpful to, um, you know, to deal with that changed state. 
different than if the horse was standing in one place and you did beamer and then half an hour later did it again, the, the horse hadn't changed in the interim. The difference is, you know, if um, physiologically the conditions of the horse have changed and responded to those different environmental changes, then in fact, it's, uh, you know, it's okay to use the beamer subsequently. And I think the analogy with human athletes is, you know, is perfect. And you know that yourself. If you go out and, and you say, I need, I need an extra boost to get me going, and afterwards, um, you know, it, it could only be maybe, you know, even an hour or less or two hours, and you're exhausted and you're tired, then you can use the Beamer again. So it's not like you have to say, oh, I can only use it every you know, eight or ten hours or something like that. If if the physiological changes in the body warrant it, it's okay to do it closer together. And so for these circumstances, before and after a competition are applicable. I would also say if, in fact, for any reason, can't, you know, and that would be particular circumstances, that you couldn't do it before or after, you could only choose one, um, then, um, yeah, I, that would depend kind of <laughs> on the person say, you know, do I, do I really want that performance edge, in which case I would choose to do it at, beforehand. And if you were concerned about saying, well, I've got to do three runs today or I have to, you know, be available to have a different class later this afternoon that I'd want to focus on recovery and do it afterwards. It's hard to make that choice, but um, yeah. again, it would depend on circumstances. So surprise, there's no pat rule, same yeah. every time. It's <laughs> work with Beamer. Yeah, you know, if I if so somebody made that. you know forced me to to yeah to choose you know before or after, I'd, I'd probably lean more towards before just because even though the body has changed, you know, we know it's still. You know, Beamer has that cumulative and residual effect. So we know it's still in the body. It might not be doing exactly, you know, the same thing as you would be doing if you did a different um, intensity session after. Um, but if I had to pick one, I'd probably choose before. But like Cindy said, um, you know, it's going to depend on, on what your kind of goal is. And that might change day to day. And it also might change um, depending on the event that you do, and it also might change depending on the horse. You know, some horses might do really, really well if you do um, it beforehand, and some horses may do the best if you do it after. So that might be something, if you can only do one, I might, you know, play with the play with the horse a little bit and see how they respond the best, too. Yeah, so. and that's, that goes back to saying, you know, it, it's really best to discover all of this before a competition <laughs> before the day of. You know? so, yeah, so that you kind of you know what works or doesn't work best for that individual. So yeah. um, that's why um, it, it, uh, you know to go to an event and to talk about introducing it to a horse at event, a lot of owners would be reluctant, and uh, and I would appreciate why they would be reluctant to say mm-hmm. I'm not going to change it now. So. Anyway, hopefully that All right. gives a little more discussion around the question. Do we have a caller? Absolutely, and and yes, and so and that's a question we get over and over again. So I don't think we can talk about it too much either. Um, but we do have a couple people that want to chat with us. So let's try to get to them before we run out of time here. We've got okay. area code eight zero five. 
Area code 805, you're live on Block Talk. Hey, good morning, Rainy and uh, Cindy. Um, Thank you for being there for us. This is uh, Grandma Got Run Over by a Pickup, also known as Jan Hop. (laughs) And I live in Castro, California. (laughs) Anyway, I I appreciate what you guys are talking about because I've had – I've had my uh, horse beamer for a while, but I've been in repair for th- uh, three months and haven't done anything. And I go to an event on Saturday. So I uh, have a question, and I think it's probably going to be uh, the answer you already gave about <laughs> I'm going to take, uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to take uh, the human beamer and the horse beamer. Now, uh, I think what I'll do, because I'm going to be by myself, uh, and I'm not uh, familiar with horses that much, but I know to let the owner or the trainer or whoever is familiar with the horse put the blanket on, right? Absolutely, yes. Okay, okay. And then I don't even, I'm not even going to worry about the cuffs. Um, unless, you know, unless there's yeah. something serious going on. Well, unless the horse has had Beamer before. I just think... If if you're going to some kind of a show, it's a lot to introduce, you know, unless this horse is laid back and has had a lot of Beamer experience maybe before. Um, that's no. one thing. But if, if they haven't, um, you know, and if the owner or the handler wants to use the cuffs as well, then I would still suggest doing it sequentially. So you can introduce the blanket and let the horse respond. And then say if if they want if they really are insistent to say I want to use the cuffs, then do that uh, afterwards. So not just all of a sudden you're blasting something you know unfamiliar yeah. on a horse. Uh-huh. But, you know, right. I think that's just common sense. But I think a lot of people try to do things differently. Okay. Yeah, and Jan, right. I, I know because, we, uh, we did talk a lot about we did talk a lot about shows um, and and things to do at shows. Gosh, Cindy, was that like about two or three weeks ago on our show? Yeah. 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 I, I can't remember the exact date, um, Jan, but you can probably go back and look through those, some of those older blog talks because we, we did talk a lot about shows and, and the protocol okay. and, and the protocols of, you know, the whole event of, you know, getting started and doing everything and then, and then best practices at shows too. So that might be helpful for you as well. Okay, good. Cause I just started back on blog talk and I um, appreciate you guys more than you know. And um, the, uh, this is a fundraiser, um, a fundraiser uh, for four hours. So they're going to have uh, different things going on, face painting and pony rides and different things. And, um, uh, I don't know how I'm going to work it, but with human and the horse, but I know I'll, I'll be able to do it, except it's going to be stinking hot. Cindy, you're missing 90-degree <laughs> weather. <laughs> oh, you're God. missing 90-degree yeah. weather. <laughs> but there's, uh, they have uh, their rescues. Uh, their rescues, their, I met Mr., I forget what his name is, but Mr. So-and-so, and he's a 17-hand high horse, beautiful man, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, and he bites. What's that? Do you know what that's about? Frustration? <laughs> yeah. It could uh, be anything. It could be so many things. It could be pain. Oh, okay. It could be okay. dead. Yeah, you just don't know. So, 
that that's a really good reason for you not to get close to that horse that doesn't know you. Yep. <laughs> oh no, no way. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And uh, like I say, it's going to be stinking hot. So um, I'm just going to do what I can do. And I know everything is going to happen the way it's supposed to, but uh, I'm so excited because this woman, Heather, is such a precious, wonderful woman like all you horse people are. And, um, you know, she's got her rescues there. She does lessons. She does uh, so many things and just moved to this area a couple of years ago and has done an amazing job in what they've put up there, you know, for the horses. And, uh, uh, you know, she, she, has, um, she has a big heart <clears throat> like you all. <clears throat> and I really well, appreciate well, Jan, Jane calling in, too. I like she already did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like sure. it when she calls in. It's uh, <laughs> it really uh, everything that you guys do. I want to tell you, you're so articulate, the both of you, and I appreciate all the information. I don't want, I don't want to call. Mm. Uh, you know, uh, I don't want to ask any questions because I just want to listen to you talk, and especially <laughs> those uh, X Y Z <laughs> X Y Z conditions. Um, what great information you guys give out. Um, uh, I, I, I wrote like a fool um, ever <laughs> since I got on this call. And I'm going to look up Shorty and uh, about the pregnancy and the foals and everything. What great, um, what, what great information. I appreciate you both. Thank you. Thank you for taking well, good thank care you. of us. Thank you so much, Dan, and good luck this week. Um, And I would just say, just as a quick thing, I mean, you can always look back at all of our blog talks, and they're recorded, and you can listen to them all if you want. There'll be some good information for you. But just as a quick thing, if it's going to be real hot, make sure you've got some shade um, for for you and for the horses and for your beamers, too. You don't want them sitting out in the sun. Yes, yes, yes. My wonderful husband is going to do a pop-up, and we're going to be under a tree. And I've got these wonderful neck coolers that a friend of mine makes. And uh, so, yeah, we're going to be prepared, but thank you for all, all the good information. Yeah, I don't thank want you, my Jan, anything to happen to my beamers. No, <laughs> for sure. No, no. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you. All right, and we're probably going to get cut off here in just a couple of minutes, but we have one more caller here. We've got area code 438. Area code 438, you're live on Blog Talk. Hi, it's Ingrid Matheson calling from Montreal. Hi. I wondered, how are you all? You're good? Good. Yeah. Good. Yes. I have a question that I figured someone would answer better than I, because I've never really thought about <laughs> it, um, but I got it twice today. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, I have my feelings on it, but maybe you have, like, a better way to put this. So, to, of course, horse people are asking me, Beamer and steroids. And I'm going, hmm. So anyway, what, can you give me a slightly more coherent answer, please? I'm not sure the question <sighs> is, is, should Bieber be used? Well, obviously someone's, like, doing their, their show routine or whatever and wants to know if this is going to bother them with their decks or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 
Yeah. So yeah. That's so here, my my yeah. I was gonna say yeah. That is that's that is probably gonna be my 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 question or my answer to anyone who's asking about can I use it with this medication is always to go to to their veterinarian first um, and say you know these are the medications oh, we're on. Idea. This this is what Beamer does. Do you see any chance of there being a you know a negative effect by using Beamer while on these medications? So, okay. Yeah. And- that's always my answer. You know, like if we're talking joint injections or things like that, Dr. Marlise has some good, you know, responses about that, and I'd like to have her official response about that one. You might even want to put that one on the Facebook Oh, okay. Page. So, so I'll get them to, um, to contact usage for that. Yeah. And sort of just pull yeah. right out of it. Okay, good. Yeah. My logic was basically, and then, and then do you necessarily will, want the blood flowing harder? <laughs> Like, well, and and that's something um, that I will write down too. And and when we do have um, Dr. Marley Spunk on again, we'll be sure to talk about that one too. Okay, super. Yeah, because there's there's kind of there's some timing differences as to you know Mm -hmm. uh, do you want to do it the same day or you want to wait a certain period of time, and that's what you want to be mindful of because there are different circumstances and. um, so, yeah, let's get the expert response on that one. Okay, perfect. Thank you. All right, yeah. thanks, Ingrid. Perfect. And I, I have it written down for our uh, questions for Dr. Dr. Marley. So. <laughs> yeah, perfect. And I'm just going to tell them to contact usage and just, you know, get the real yeah, the real answer, <laughs> like from somebody Absolutely. else. <laughs> All right, thanks, Ingrid. Yeah. All right, thanks. Okay. Oh, Cindy, I think we I think we held our own today without Dr. Marley Funk. So <laughs> I think we did. Yeah. It. <laughs> yeah. And but last minute, just to hear for somebody, save the date because um, it'll take a while. But you'll be hearing more about it. That the next Beamer Educational Equine Experience is going to be Wednesday, June twenty second. And it'll be a really good one, as they all are. So you can start planning ahead, and you'll hear more about that as we get closer. Perfect. All right. And any other any other final final words, Cindy, before we get cut off here? Uh, no, that was kind of um, um, you know we we still want to encourage people to call in and share their testimonials because. Um, you know, it's hard to come sometimes come up with prepared material, and we'd like to hear from you more often. So really appreciate it when you take the time and, and share your experiences that help inspire others. Absolutely. And like Jan was saying, she didn't want to call in with her questions because she wanted to hear us talk, but we don't know what to talk about unless you ask us questions. So please be sure to either call in with your questions or post them on Facebook. That's been working really well. We get some really good ideas of what all you want to hear about um, because we want to talk about what you guys want to hear. So please take advantage of both those opportunities. And we've talked a lot about um, going back and listening to previous episodes of Blog Talk. And as you know, you know, they're saved in there Um, and you can, you can go listen to any and all of them. And I try to, I try to customize them as best I can um, with what the content is about. So hopefully it'll help you find the one you're looking for. So, all right, everyone. Well, be sure to tune in to all the other days on Blog Talk. They do some really great shows on all the other days. Uh, but we will see you all back here next Thursday. Uh, and, um, and we'll continue with our, our usage talk with Dr. Dr. Marlies Bonk. 
um, and we'll keep you posted on when we're going to do that because it was just a last-minute thing that she wasn't able to come on today. So we'll let you know when our next one is going to be. Um, all right, everyone. I hope you have such a great week, and we'll see you here next Thursday. Bye, Cindy. Bye, Rainy. Thank you so much. Bye, everybody. Today's show was brought to you by an independent group of Beamer distributors who are committed to helping you find success in your business. We're all part of a bigger mission to bring this amazing technology to a market that so desperately needs it. We'll begin really soon. Until then, 